Hey Ness. Hey Sage. Welcome, Welcome to, to our safe space. space. Two black women navigating the intersectionality of being awkward, West Indian, and educated. We're here to dish out the tea, crack some jokes, and maybe cry a little bit. <laughs> so throw your headphones in. And enjoy the ride. Hey guys. Hey Ness. Hey Sage. So I guess today I wanted to talk about a thread that I came across on Twitter while I was scrolling casually. Um, the tweet originated from someone named that the or at the Kaya Nova. And she pretty much says she starts a thread of why she spoils herself as a black woman. So she said, I thought I would get to an age and folks would just adore me romantically, platonically, professionally, but that's all false. Everywhere I have to work and defend myself and fix things and try to matter. So when I earn money, I repair myself. She goes on and says that black women are, the, are given the crumbs of the crumbs but we're expected to be so much and it doesn't end. And some days it's overwhelming. So then she goes on and says, you know, like when it's her birthday or a damn holiday or an opportunity to accomplish anything, it's a party. Like everything is a reason to spoil herself. So when she wakes up, that's worthy of a treat, you know, because in her eyes from what she's saying, is you know who else is gonna do that you know who Nobody else <laughs> who else will make someone <laughs> like her feel seen and um i mean ooh, this thread like really it went there it hit a nerve yeah it hit a nerve i was just like thinking like you know black women really do get the crumbs of the crumbs like yeah, no, I feel like this thread is, it's a lot mm -hmm. and it's so just relatable, but also in a sense, she has gotten to a place where she actually treats herself where a lot of women don't mm -hmm. treat themselves. They don't spoil themselves because they still feel, and I could say that I feel like I've fallen into this pit mm -hmm. of feeling like, dang, like maybe I need to be doing something more productive with my money or I need to save, I need to pay this, I need to pay that. Right, yeah. Um, but you know, I'm reformed, I've evolved, therapy has helped, and now I have a problem with just buying random shit. Right. Because just, I say it's self-care. <laughs> just going to Marshalls and buying mad comforters just because in <laughs> <and> candles. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, so I guess what, so do you consider yourself as someone who spoils yourself or treats yourself? Like, where do you fall in all of that? Um, I feel like, so for me, I am my mother's only child and I was the baby for my dad. Mm -hmm. So everybody growing up, everybody was like, oh, Vanessa's mad spoiled. Vanessa's bougie. Mm -hmm. Vanessa's mad spoiled. Right. So for a very long time, like I wouldn't spend money on things or spend money on myself because I'd be like oh well you know like I can always use this here I use this there mm -hmm. but like I said I went to therapy and got my life <laughs> um, yeah. so I wouldn't say that I 
I spoil myself, but it's not necessarily always buying material things. Mm -hmm. Like I like to take time for myself. Yeah. Um, Cause I feel like spoil spoiling yourself is kind of like in a relationship, like in a relationship, I want to be spoiled with your time. Yeah. So I feel like for me, spoiling myself is taking the time necessary for myself mm -hmm. and not always necessarily buying stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's not always monetary. Then. Yeah. That's, yeah, I like that. <laughs> Do you spoil yourself? Do I? <laughs> I definitely, as of late, like, I spoil myself by randomly, you know, going on Groupon and finding a little massage here and there. I've never had a massage. It's really nice. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the, the idea of strangers just touching me is so, I don't know. Yeah, you don't like it? Nah. I definitely have <laughs> my headphones in when I go and I'm just like, I definitely just get like lost in just being in relaxation. Um, how else do I spoil my, I definitely buy myself clothes. Like I try to put off buying. <coughs> Marshall's obsession. <laughs> <laughs> I try to put off buying clothes as much as I can until like a moment where I'm like, okay, like I've earned this, you know, which is bad because I'm like, why do I have to treat myself? Because I did something, but that's when I definitely go online and start shopping and doing all that extra <laughs> stuff. You know, I feel like her thread also puts emphasis on the fact that it doesn't need to be an accomplishment. Yeah. It doesn't need to be that I did something and I need to reward myself. Yeah. And I think that for me, that's what self-care is in general. Mm -hmm. Like self-care is taking the time to take care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, and that's not something that you do just when I graduated. So let me go ahead and take care of myself. Yeah. Like, no, sis, you got to be taking care of yourself while you in school in order All to get to graduation. To get <laughs> yeah, like self-care or doing things for yourself is not like conditional. And I think, I guess maybe that's also like our society too, is like we think or we grow up thinking like, I think that's Haitian. Yeah, maybe it's a natural thing. Yeah. Or maybe West Indians in general, but they, ooh, mm -mm. yeah, trauma. I feel it. It's yeah. coming. I feel like they always <laughs> have to bottle up down there. <laughs> you know, I swear for Haitians to buy, like, I'm so grateful that my mother wasn't one of those people mm -hmm. where she'd be like, oh, like, I have to wait, I have to this, so yeah. da, da, da. like my mom has always been a person like, if she got it and she wants it, she yeah. won't buy it. If yeah. she don't got it and she wants it, she's gonna take her credit card out right. and buy it for herself. Yeah. Whereas I feel like a lot of Haitians are like, no, like I don't need to get this. I'll get something cheaper at this place yeah. because I don't need to spend money on this. And I feel like a lot of Haitian women and Haitian mothers specifically do not take care of themselves like yeah. they don't treat themselves they don't get their nails done they don't yeah. get their hair done they be in the house slaving and cooking 5 a.m and then go to work and then yeah. come back to take care of people kids well they kids but take I care of their husband's kids i definitely i also feel like for me like that's interesting that you like tie it to your parents because like i'm thinking about it i'm like i actually like never see like my dad spoil himself 
So, like, you don't grow up seeing your parents doing these type of things for yourself. So, it feels Mm -hmm. so foreign. But, like, my mom, (laughs) sis, was definitely doing all that and more. Um, But definitely, like, I feel like I take a little bit more like my dad where I'm just like, damn, like, do I deserve this right now? (laughs) So, I feel like that's why, like, I always rationalize or justify me getting something with or tying it to like actually doing something so I don't feel that guilt so question because I feel like people always like to uh how do I say this I feel like they always try to say oh well that's selfish Mm -hmm. like it's not self-care it's selfish yeah how how do you dif- different different that differentiate, I can't <laughs> differentiate the two? Because um, I feel like a lot of times people will be like, like self-care, I feel like for me also includes saying no. Mm-hmm. And some people always take it personal and yeah. will say, well, that's just you being selfish. Yeah. And this might be my little last child slash only child syndrome because I have learned to exercise my right of saying no No. or just not responding. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a form of self-care as opposed to being selfish. Mm -hmm. But how how would you, how do you categorize the two? Um, I think I definitely learned in therapy that like whenever you do things for yourself and you set boundaries or you do like no one, is gonna like it's never gonna be received well so i feel like sometimes i definitely if people like give me a rebuttal like you're just being selfish or you know you're not being helpful or whatever i kind of just tune them out at this point i think for me sometimes you know self-care is selfish you know i do think it can be because Self-care, when you think about it, is like putting yourself first. And but I wouldn't do it in like a excessive or like, you know, like any way that's harming someone. But I do feel like in a sense, like it is like selfish in a sense because you're putting yourself first. I don't think it's necessarily like I think selfish has just a negative connotation to it. So, like, when we think of selfish, we think of, oh, someone really just being, like, grimy. (laughs) See, I think, and this might just be me looking at it from a little bit of a clinical aspect. Mm -hmm. I would never call self-care. I I don't think the two correlate or anything because how do you expect me to pour into someone else or to help somebody else if I can't even help myself? Yeah. Because... I mean, obviously, people are going to be like, oh, well, that's selfish. That's this, that's that. If I'm constantly saying yes, 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 I'm going to get to a point where my yes is going to be a yes, but it's not half as good as when I say no and I'm selective yeah. about what I say yeah. yes to. Yeah. So for me personally, I just feel like self-care, it, it can never be selfish because you have to take care of yourself in order to be yeah. able to pour into others And in order to be able to effectively pour into others, because you can be pouring into others and be pouring just pouring nonsense into them. For sure. 
Yeah, guys, you can definitely see who the toxic one <laughs> is in this room. <laughs> um, I don't think it's toxic, though, because I feel like I so mean, many yeah, people just, they always, I think it's because. It's the way we grow up, and I think it's the way we, like, think, you know, like, you really have to, it's a journey that you have to go to get to that point where you're like, okay, me taking care of myself and doing what I need to do for myself is not selfish because I'm focusing and doing something for me. Like you really have to work and shift your way of thinking so that you don't feel guilty, I guess, and consider it selfish. I mean, hey, now I'm about to go to everyone that called me selfish. And I was like, listen, I wasn't actually being selfish. I was, you know, I can't pour from an empty cup. Like, hello. <laughs> Y'all thought this was calling me selfish. Y'all yeah. selfish. But I think that also, depending on the context of which someone calls you selfish, it also says a lot about that person yeah. and their lack of autonomy. Because mm -hmm. realistically, if I ask my friend, if I ask you, like, hey, can you do this? And you're like, no, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it by myself. Right. I just, the help would have been great. Right. Or you being able to assist me would have been great. But you're not in a position to do that right now. Yeah. So I'm just going to do it myself. Like yeah. it's never. Or I just feelings. don't want to do something because I don't want to do it. Like I don't have to do everything that you want me to do. And I think that that is also something that falls under the lens and category of self-care because yeah. a lot of times people feel the need to do everything, mm -hmm. to take on the role and specifically black women. Mm -hmm. I'm superwoman. I can do this. I can do that. I can do this. I can do that. I'm strong. Like, no, I don't want to be strong. I enjoy being vulnerable. I enjoy sitting back and crying in my little corner and letting y'all be strong by yourselves. Yeah. Because I don't have time for it. Like, I am no Marvel character. This is not Marvel. We are not in Wakanda. I am not a superhero. Please. I'm a regular, regular person just like you. So... I have to stop being aggy, guys. <laughs> so what does self-care look like to you, then? Well, what do you No, What does self-care look like to you? Um. All right. So if we, OK, so let's break it down. So physically, I think that for me, self-care is working out. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy. I can actually say that now because I actually work out regularly. Yes, sir. <laughs> gang, gang. Um, I think working out and as well as also on the physical aspect, like getting my nails done, getting my hair done, and going out and just doing things for myself. Yeah, feeling like a human being. Yeah, and then <laughs> um, if we take another step to like more of the mental, emotional, mm -hmm. I think for me, it's taking quiet time and taking time away from people. I think my quiet time my quiet time is something that I really value. Mm -hmm. And when I don't have it, I see a huge yeah. difference in yeah. how I interact with people. When I don't, like, you know when I don't have my quiet time because I'm either quiet and grumpy mm -hmm. or every, <laughs> like, every little thing. A person can breathe and it'll irritate me. <laughs> And I'll just be like, all right, like, are you done? Can yeah. you, can you can keep you, like, pushing? Hold your breath and stop breathing. <laughs> <laughs> just don't die, but just hold your breath, please. Just leave me alone. Be but quiet. Yeah. 
But no, and I also, um, with my quiet time, also taking time for me to dive into prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, Talking to God is something, I mean, I've always been in church and around church, but I feel like with this past, let's see, this past year and a half-ish has Mm -hmm. been a completely different experience for me with God and I value my quiet time with him because in my quiet time with him is when I feel I can be the most honest. Like Mm -hmm. there's certain things I can't, not even that I can't, but there's certain things that I'm not comfortable saying or sharing with my friends that Mm -hmm. I'll be like, God, like I'm mad about this. Yeah. And I will, I've also taken a step. This will probably be another episode, Mm -hmm. Um, but taking a step to the point that I feel like me sitting and just being silent and just, I guess you'd say meditation, but just taking my time to meditate on the word and just taking my time to be in God's presence has just completely shifted just my mindset and just how I function. So that's a really big, like daily quiet time is a huge part of self-care for me. Um, And also having routines. Like I I need a morning. Yeah, I do need a routine too. We are type A people, please. (laughs) Like here. I got a morning routine. I got a bedtime routine. Yeah, I don't like sleeping out at people's house. I like to sleep home in my bed. That may be the Haitian in me, but it's a part of self-care. Yeah. (laughs) But what does your self-care routine look like? My self-care routine is definitely all over the place. I definitely have different avenues of self-care. I definitely have to work out. Um, I feel like my mind is not right if I don't exercise. Um, Even if it's just doing cardio or something or just moving, like I have to be outside. I Even if it's cold, I need sunlight. Like that's important for me just to be out and have contact with human beings. Um, but also, I like I really enjoy like my quiet time. I have to like meditate. Um, I do random things like I'll go on SoundCloud and like pull up an instrumental and like I'll write to it or sing to it or do something because like I feel like I need some type of artistic outlet or just being able to think and let my thoughts flow. Um, it helps um, just being like more intentional about what I want to do and where I want to be. Um, I definitely do a lot of <laughs> watching TV <laughs> and watching reality TV. I know like people are always like laughing at me, like, why do you watch reality TV? And I'm like, you guys don't understand, like being able to like not think about everything you have going on and like focusing on other people's lives. And like, <laughs> it's so, it's so cathartic. Like, I don't know. Like, I enjoy it. Um, I watch documentaries. Um, what you be watching documentaries on? Yeah, I'm serial killers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Guys, St. Jean's one of the girls that be watching serial killers. So, serial killer stories. And then you pop up on her, she's screaming. Yeah. Honestly, did it to honest herself, to but she's screaming. Um, 
you know, sometimes I gotta roll a little something and enjoy <laughs> myself at home. Either take a drive or literally be in front of my mirror just dancing and having the time of my life. You know, so it's like those simple things like that just balance me out and, you know, allow me to be happy. I think that's like the most important thing of my self-care is like doing things that bring me joy and like even though like therapy is definitely a part of my self-care, you know, like being able to sit there and I may not want to discuss certain things, but like the sense of joy I have after leaving therapy and clarity, you know, priceless. Yeah, no, therapy is big on my list too. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like therapy is a whole nother ballpark when it comes to self-care because it also i feel like people always look at oh self-care it's supposed to be all frilly and fun and happy but you also need to be evaluating yourself and i feel like therapy for a lot of people is the only time that they'll evaluate themselves yeah and it's not necessarily always placed in their routine yeah which is something you should guys add self-evaluation into your routine Routine, even if it's not not weekly you know monthly do do a little self-evaluation because sometimes you are the problem sis you need a little fine-tuning every now and then because (laughs) people be tweaking you need a (laughs) fine-tune but i think that you know like this the whole overarching like self-care like it really comes from being in tune with yourself You know, like in order to really know what your needs are and what you need to do to keep yourself in a good space, like you really need to understand who you are as a person, like take time to explore yourself and reflect and all that, because otherwise you won't really know what, you know, you might be empty and feeling empty and you don't even know that you're not pouring into yourself. So like, important right you know okay so to wrap up last question Mm -hmm. because i feel like a lot of people use the terms i can't speak (laughs) (laughs) yo i really can't speak yeesh um a lot of whole speech language pathologists here a lot of people (laughs) use the term synonymously um, but how do you differentiate between self-care versus self-love? Um, I think self-care is like the highest form of self-love. So like, you know, self-care is like the road you take to get to self-love because ultimately like when you really love yourself and you really want to see yourself in a certain space or in a certain space in general, like you do things, you know, pour into yourself you care for yourself you know so I think they're not the same thing but self-care are definitely the little steps we take to get to a place of loving ourselves even more so do you think it's possible to have one without the other like love yourself but not take care of yourself um I think you may not you may not be someone who can fully be out and say, I'm in love with myself or whatever, but I feel like. But then do you really love yourself? Yeah, exactly. You know, so it all stems from self-love. What do you think? Um, I think that 
Uh, I mm, brain, ugh, I really can't <laughs> speak today. Um, I pretty much agree with you. I feel like self love is uh, is separate from self care. You can take care of yourself, quotation yeah. marks, um, and not love yourself. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of people, when they say that they practice self care and they don't love themselves, it's mm -hmm. usually more of the physical. Like I get my hair done, I get my nails done. Yeah, I'm well groomed, but mm -hmm. they're not reaching any of the inner pieces mm -hmm. um so yeah i don't i think that you grow to love yourself more and more the more that you practice self-care because yeah. you're learning more about yourself because i feel like yes we know ourselves best mm -hmm. of everybody that's here that's yeah. like human living obviously not god mm -hmm. but you're still also always changing and mm -hmm. always learning new things about yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just a, I guess, final question to your final question. How do you, how did you come across like your self care routine? Like what made you realize, okay, like I need to start doing things for myself or. Whew, that's a long story, <laughs> <laughs> but we will cut it short to, I graduated undergrad from mm -hmm. Western mm -hmm. 2017 and moved to Hyattsville, Maryland to attend Howard University. And that first two months, I was miserable. Mm -hmm. Like when I say you miserable, I called my friends <laughs> crying. Mm -hmm. It was between, it, I literally called Kalisha, Fanji, and Eric, mm -hmm. and Isaiah. Those four people I called every day, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. They were in rotation and I cried for like a good two months. Aww. And then finally, <laughs> um, I ended up getting connected to a therapist down there and I started therapy. Mm -hmm. And she would ask me, she was like, you don't go out and do stuff by yourself. I was like, I used to do it at home. She's like, well, you're in a new place, so why aren't you doing it here? And I was like, damn, sis, don't come for me. Like, like, all right. But yeah, so after that, like, second session, I was just like, all right, bet I'm going to go do stuff. And I started doing stuff more than just the getting my hair done, getting my nails done. Like, I go to museums and just go take walks in D.C., yeah. go out for a drink. That's something I never used to do mm -hmm. is go eat or go drink by myself because I was always like, now I'm just take it and go home. Right, like I don't want people looking at me <laughs> just sitting here by myself. Right. But yeah, but that, that Howard, Howard is special to me because I feel like a lot of my self-care and a lot of things about myself is came to me and were revealed to me through that experience. Yeah, yeah. But what about you? I would say similarly, like it wasn't until I was done with college and, you know, like you come home and you start like being around different people. And I, like, I just felt like really off when I came, like made that transition. And I was just like, what is going on? Like, why do I feel so off? Like, like, am I doing something? Like, is it anxiety? Like, what is it? And I was just like, oh, like, I'm not really, like, taking care of myself, like, mm -hmm. especially in grad school right now, the, I mean, winter, I mean, COVID, winter, depression, <laughs> seasonal, I mean, the list, I mean, all of that really hit, and I, honest to God, was sitting in front of a computer for, like, 
seven to eight hours a day at minimum and not seeing people, not talking to people. And I was also miserable. And it wasn't until, I mean, my therapist saves my life on the usual, (laughs) like, you know, on the regular, she's just like, you know, like, also like you're not doing anything but literally schoolwork and i was like oh okay (laughs) a little light bulb i mean i'm definitely not seeing friends or you know like having a hobby or really watching tv so um i need to do that and um that's kind of how i really started developing like my the routines but yeah I think school for a lot of people, I feel like it's transit, not even school, but transitions. Mm-hmm. Um, always peak your need for self-care. Yeah. I think it like, yeah, it definitely like makes it more like soluble. Like you see it right there. Like, wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is um, flagging here. Okay, cool. But yeah. Alrighty, guys. So that is our conversation today on our needs and self care. And self care. Listen, it's self- not selfish. Yeah, self care <laughs> is not selfish. And you know, whoever is telling you otherwise, Vanessa's shirt here says, "My therapist told me to block you." Oh, Anyone- blocking. Blocking is a necessity. <laughs> Whoever is telling you that your self-care is selfish, block them, sis. Blocking people is self-care. Right. And on that note, stay tuned for our shameless plug. <laughs> All right, guys. So we have reached that part in our episode where Sage and I talk about our shameless plugs. Um, like I said in the last episode, I like to highlight Black businesses. So for this month, I will be highlighting my nail lady who I love, who never does me dirty. I have never broken any of my nails with her since she's been doing my nails. Shout out to you, Jazz. Um, And she is at Honey Dip Nail Nail Designs, located in Hamden. Um, Don't all of y'all go to her, though, because appointments are a bit tight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's my birthday next month, so I, you know, I, I had to have my appointment. Uh-oh, Gemini season approaching. Don't, uh-oh, we are the best. <laughs> the best. The best. Listen, May babies, uh, Gemini, Taurus, whatever, we're the best. That's just it. The month of May is an amazing month. It is a nice month. I will, I will say that. Not nice, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Get it right. I mean, November is I mean, I'm not going to November is not, cold. It's not. The only good part of November is Thanksgiving. That's when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your shameless plug this week, um, Sage? My shameless plug, you know, guys, I wanted to surprise y'all, but as y'all can tell, all I do is watch reality TV. So my shameless plug is the show on Netflix called Marriage or Mortgage. I have been watching this shamelessly because it's good, y'all. It like, is good. I mean, I see beautiful houses and then beautiful weddings. I mean, I think always. It's Which always, one would you pick? I would go with a mortgage. Okay. I, I was going to say, um, ma'am, if you're going to pick a marriage, get, get out. Yeah. Get out. It's super. It's like the most sensible thing to do. I just. 
get so shocked at the people that picked the wedding. Yeah, I'm just like, are you kidding me? I think there was one of the weddings that I saw. I was like, it's not even that cute. <laughs> the crazy thing is that I'm like, all right, you're dumb. You want to go with the wedding? Okay, everyone has their dream. Okay. But then COVID hits. So, like, they <laughs> they released, like, okay, this person decided to have their wedding. And then it's, like, three months later. And then there's a blurb. Due to COVID restrictions, <laughs> the person, like, they had to downsize. And I'm like, see, you should have just bought the house. Yeah, no. I feel like, so when I get married, I want to buy a house and get married in my house and have the reception in the backyard. Yeah. Just because I feel like the wedding is not for me, it's for y'all. And I really, you know. It should be for you. But but. if you really think like the marriage, yes, but the actual wedding, it's for it's for my mom to invite Santa, sister, this sister, not the (laughs) church. But no, I mean, I think I, I respect their decisions, but personally, yeah, I'm going to buy a house. Yeah. I'm going to buy a nice house. I'm going to pick a house every single time. Although I do feel like the houses on there are not the nicest. Yeah, they were like dingy houses. Yeah. At that point, I'm going to just wait until I can buy the house I want and we can do a vow renewal yeah. in like 10, 25 years. Listen, I just, if I'm getting married at that point, I'm I'm honestly just trying to get married. Like, I don't need all that extra stuff. I feel like, you know, with our generation, we might see more outdoor backyard weddings because my wedding ideally will be in a backyard. At my <laughs> house, too. We're on a budget. I have student loans to pay. Oh, I don't plan on paying those back. <laughs> um, but Come on, Joe, pull through. It's crazy because <laughs> I was watching that episode and I... I was disturbed by like some of the weddings. Like this woman wanted a ranch fountain. It was disgusting. At her wedding? She literally was at the food testing and literally stuck her tongue out to a ranch fountain. That's disgusting. (laughs) So yeah, so uh, that's exactly why I've been watching this. You know, again, watching people make a fool of themselves. Fool of themselves on television. So <laughs> it's always fun. Definitely tune in and don't book up uh, all of Vanessa's nails tech. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> but support please her. don't. Yeah, support <laughs> her because she's amazing. Like yeah. I said, just don't take my appointment. Right. We love black businesses. As always, thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye.